0: I had a testimony written out about a month ago that I was going to share, and when the time was right, I was like, yeah, this is my testimony, and uh, God gave me a word to share during that testimony, and I kind of listed it as a side note, and I thought, okay, well, this is just kind of like a prophetic thing that I'll say over the audience, and whoever can kind of relate to my testimony can kind of grab onto that, and then... God asked me to rewrite the testimony because he wanted me to share that word. And the, that word was um, actually over my heart and was what he was the foundation for what he wanted me to talk about. So the word was: you may have gossiped in the past out of fear and insecurity, but the Lord is here to tell you that you are not a gossip. You are a storyteller, you are here to spread the good news. You have a way of articulating matters in such a convincing and passionate way that people will listen to what you have to say, and you are here to glorify God. So I was thinking about gossip and um, the struggles that I've had with it, and for me, gossip is not as much about the content as it is about the person that I'm relaying the message to and the motive behind that message. And... um, when I'm mad or upset, I I tend to feel really guilty. Like when I feel those feelings, and I, I don't want to share them, and I just I, I feel like I process them and I pray about them. And a lot of times, I'll kind of justify the reason why um, someone's maybe making me upset, or um, and I'll just let it go. And the problem with that is that God actually doesn't want us to just let things go. He Wants us to see his heart for that person, and he wants us to um, sometimes actually go to that person. And um, depending on what it is, I won't get into all the details of that. But a lot of times, he does want us to go to that person and have us care enough about that relationship to explain how um, how they're hurting me, and they if they're hurting me this way, they may be hurting other people that way too. So I really didn't want to base my testimony around this topic because I had this huge fear of being judged. And uh, I'm usually pretty comfortable talking up here, um, except for earlier, that was kind of (laughs) awkward. But but, uh, I was very nervous to talk about this, but I just, I feel like it's not about me and it's just about what the Lord is doing and I'm really, I'm actually really excited to um, share this all with you. Now, I wasn't this morning. Oh. Um, so, hold on. Um, so I was afraid of being judged. I was, um, I was afraid that you guys were going to look at me when I said, I'm going to talk about gossip, and that was going to be part of my testimony, and say, yeah. Yeah. I can just look at that girl and just, I can just tell just by looking at her and just by the way that she talks. Like she's struggled with that. Like she just looks catty. (laughs) And if you thought that, there's no judgment. Because I may have thought the same thing. And I have had that same judgment against myself. Um, But I want you to be really honest with yourself and the way that you look at others right now. And, um, that's And the reason why I'm going to ask you to be really honest with yourself and the way that you look at others is because that's, the way, that's exactly what God's been doing in me, and that's exactly what he's been asking me to do during this time um, in order to take back joy in my relationships. So Eric said, I've been around for a while. I've been attending Epic Life for about five years, and I used to be very open with who I discussed my issues with. There are a lot of really great people around here, and... Um, that included issues that I had with other individuals. And um, I can honestly say that I didn't realize that I was gossiping. I um, came from a culture where it was all very normal. And it was just, that was just how you expressed how you were feeling. And that was just how it was done. And um, I learned the very hard way that that's not normal. And that that kind of behavior is very poisonous to a community. And this is all throughout coming in this community that you're sitting in right now. Um, And I would get so insecure about my relationships that I would communicate all my feelings, all my frustrations, all of my hurts in a huge effort to just be affirmed. And the problem was that my insecurity and... My hurts inevitably caused damage to those individuals around me and, or that I was talking about. And many times they had no chance to defend themselves. It was, it was all what I had in my mind and um, no, no chance to defend themselves when I was going about it that way. I'm sorry. I keep touching my hair. It's getting in my face. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I know I keep doing that. Um, okay... So I repented of that, and I changed up my system. And unless someone plays a role in helping me find a solution, then I make it my best effort to go to the person directly that I'm having an issue with. Um, so you may be asking yourself, okay, cool, Jen. You repented, changed your system, changed up your ways. Um, so what's the issue? And the issue is that I was still engaging in a very extremist black-and-white Um, mindset in the way that I looked at others. And even though I wasn't fully expressing it through my words, it's it's what I was battling internally. And uh, what happened as a result of that is that you were either deemed safe or unsafe. There were two categories, not a lot of black and white, or not a lot of gray, I'm sorry, it was a lot of black and white, not a lot of gray. And so the problem with that was that um, I only had about two people in my safe circle. Everybody else was just far away. They didn't know it. They didn't know they were far away from me, but they, I had a lot of walls up, and I'm still working to tear down those walls. Um... And so, I mean, even if everything that I had built up in my mind may have been true, um, it, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, that's not the way that God created them. And I was just mentally taking down these people who were hurting me and who had hurt me in the past. And um, what happened was that, what happened for me discrediting them was that you know, the Bible says that we are judged according to our own standards. I was judging myself pretty heavily, couldn't do anything right, nothing. It's a very dark and lonely place. Um, this is all very fresh, and I, this is very raw, and I just want to share with you guys where I'm at right now. Um, so I'm not saying don't have boundaries. Um, boundaries are biblical, judgments are not. Um, I have boundaries. They haven't been kept very well, obviously, with this black and white mindset. But um, the only place that I've found in the Bible um, when it comes to judging is judge the fruit of a person's life. And then they're not, the Bible's not saying judge that person. It's saying judge what their life is producing. And because at the end of the day, we all need Jesus. Like me without Jesus doesn't work. Me without Jesus equals suspicion. Me without Jesus... Equals a lot of not great stuff. And um, so back to judgments, I asked myself, why do I do this? Why do I judge to protect myself? And the answer is just that simple. I judge because I want to keep my heart safe. And um, two and a half years ago, I started battling really severe anxiety and depression. And first started off with the anxiety, and it led into depression. And guys, I tried everything. I went to counseling. I read books. I was actually on antidepressants for a short time. Um, And over time, I, I just had to look at like, when did this start? And it started when I started judging leaders in the church for hurting me. It started when I started judging. People in the church who are hurting me. And so my testimony is not one of overcoming all of this, but one of God giving me revelation. I have repented, and I've chosen to relinquish control of protecting my heart back over to God. And the testament to his power in my life is the fact that he has softened me to a place where I can see this all so clearly. And... um, my passions are being restored. Um, I'm closer than ever to feeling consistent joy and peace again. This and this depression and anxiety, I still battle it sometimes daily. And it's a choice to keep moving forward and to stay in this community around people who I've known for five years <laughs> and we've been through a lot together. And um, but relinquishing these judgments and protection, it's ungodly protection and false justice back over to God, Um, it's the beginning of a very freeing process. And so I'm trusting God that he's got me. And so um, I am just here humbly speaking before you and just saying that I am an imperfect leader. I don't have it all together. I'm broken. But I'm a woman after God's heart. And every year I choose a word for the year. This year was, and I make it, I uh, use it as a declaration. This year was, I chose the word bold. And I had to face some things that seriously scared me half to death. So scared. (laughs) Um, And, like, looking back, I'm just like, wow, those things that I thought were mountains, like, they're just anthills. Like, God had me. And even though it didn't feel good, and it didn't even feel good right after, honestly. (laughs) Like, it's taken some time. But um, so God gave me a word for this year through a dream. And God will seriously just meet you right where you are. And he's not going to meet you and be like, hey, Jen, so um, you know you've been kind of messing up in this area. And I really want you to be over here. Like, no, he's going to meet you. He's going to partner with you. He's going to communicate with you in a way that you understand, in a way that your heart understands. And he's going to walk with you to that destination. That's the kind of God that I serve. That's the kind of God that you guys serve, too. And so he gave me this dream of, is anybody in cheer? Anybody? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes and amen. Yes. Okay, great. So there's a, in this dream, I did a stunt. And it's where they lift someone up. And I was the person they were lifting up. And it was a flyer. And um, I did what's called a liberty. And it looks like this. Just a Visual for you guys um, and so I looked up I, I immediately felt like it was a word from the Lord, and I looked it up, and I was like, what does liberty mean? and is the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority over um, imposed by authority on one 's way of life behavior or political views the power or scope to act as one pleases and so in two thousand and sixteen, I am declaring that it is a year of liberty. The enemy will no longer have authority over my relationships. I am choosing to challenge old thought patterns and mindsets that have deprived my heart of love. I am moving forward, allowing God to protect my heart. He's gotten that back. And I'm standing amidst the battles, and I'm surrendering all judgments to the Father where they belong, so that I can live freely the way that God has created me to be. So thank you for listening, and I love you guys.